0: Good morning and uh, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers and grandmothers and all of you out there. I really appreciate everything you do. Um, my name is Julia Haas and I'm a senior at New Providence High School and I will be attending Tulane University in New Orleans next year. Um, so I'm going to talk about how 1 Corinthians 15 verses 16 through 17 tells us that Jesus' res- resurrection is the proof that our own sins are forgiven. Verses 16 and 17 read. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile, and you are still in your sins. Upon hearing this, it seems that Paul is telling us something completely different, that Jesus did not raise from the dead, and that you are not saved from your sins. But Paul is actually just using a tricky little hypothetical to get his point across, that Jesus did rise from the dead, and as a result, our sins are forgiven. So I'll start with some things that you already know about the life of Jesus. We know many stories of his miracles, of healing the blind, paralyzed, or sick, changing water into wine, feeding the 5,000, walking on water, or even raising Lazarus from the dead. Word of Jesus' deeds had spread far and wide, and Christians in Corinth surely believed and trusted the firsthand accounts of, of others about these miracles. In other words, Jesus provided proof of his identity as the Son of God to reassure his followers. With his own resurrection, Jesus does the same thing, He gives us something that we and the people of Corinth could not dispute. It stands that our sins can be forgiven thanks to Jesus' sacrifice and by faith in him, a trust in the legitimacy of his true identity as the son of God. If we go back to the verse, if Jesus was not raised, he's an imposter, and therefore our hopes for forgiveness through faith in him are all in vain, but that is not the truth. He did indeed raise from the dead, meaning that he is the savior and we can renew our hopes of forgiveness and actively seek to boost our faith. And this is something to rejoice about. The beginning of Romans 8 explains this to us and tells us what to do. It says, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. The key here is that through Christ Jesus, we have been set free from sin and death. That is an incredibly powerful thing to process and exceeds what we normally think about in terms of sin. Faith allows us to be free, but do we even allow ourselves to be free? We are given the ultimate gift of forgiveness of sin, but by not forgiving ourselves or others of sin, we throw that gift in Jesus' face and are telling him that we aren't so thankful for his sacrifice. Do not hold on to your own sin, regret, or guilt because you are forgiven so totally and completely by God. This is clearly easier said than done, and our brains and hearts tend to work against this concept In these matters. We dwell upon our mistakes, fear God for our sins, and are so blinded to think that maybe we won't be forgiven this time around, or that salvation only comes once in a while. Guilt and shame are 100% our own creation, and God has no part in that whatsoever. He hasn't judged you, he won't turn you away, because Jesus, through his actions so long ago, has assured that we are forgiven, Not, you will be forgiven, or you could be forgiven, or maybe you will be forgiven if something. No. When Jesus is in our hearts, our sins are erased. What I have personally learned most about forgiveness and freedom in Christ is that no matter how far down the wrong path you think you have walked, it is never too late to turn around and go back to God. He won't punish you or make you feel guilt or shame. You are the only one who can make yourself feel that. Instead, God will welcome you back into his kingdom and you can rejoice in him. God will give you a thousand clean slates because he knows that temptation is real and sin is real and being a person in this world full of ugliness and hate and vice is real. But every time, God gives you that clean slate to write your life over again and to live through him, the one who gives you endless chances and love unlike anything we can give to one another. First Corinthians reminds us that Jesus conquered death and sin so that we could live in the freedom and glory of God. We don't doubt him, and we need to stop doubting ourselves. So I encourage all of us to embrace the freedom and forgiveness that Jesus gifted us, and be easier on ourselves. Give your sins and doubts and fears and regrets up to God, and he will give you back his grace and love forever.